Today, we're uh, privileged to have Matthew Christie join us. Matthew is fresh out of his fellowship at the University of Utah in Total Joint Replacement, and he is fortunate enough to be joining his uh his dad, Michael Christie, at SJRI, Southern Joint Replacement Institute in Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome, Matthew. Steve, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome. I thought it'd be interesting to have you on to share your perspective because you are fresh out of your fellowship and you have the privilege on one hand of joining your your father in practice and, and the other partners there at, at Southern Joint Replacement that you've known for several years. Um, so you may have an advantage on learning the rope, so to say, as a new guy out of fellowship. But I'm interested in your perspective. What are the challenges that you see for people in your position? And what are you experiencing? Yeah, you know, I think um, I think coming out of fellowship, going into a practice, it's really about that sudden transition to uh, operating and taking care of patients with autonomy. Um, throughout residency and fellowship, you're always operating under the auspices of an attending or a more experienced surgeon who, whether they're guiding you through a case, standing next to you, showing you what to do in the room, or maybe dictating in the next room, they're always there. And there's, there's a mental kind of uh, safety net of knowing that someone's always there to back you up if you need a hand. And then all of a sudden, in the course of, well, one day, right? Fellowship to attending ship, you lose that safety net. Yeah. So obviously that is a huge thing. And then there's just so much more placed on physicians these days. Uh, you're joining a private practice group that I can't even imagine what you are being bombarded with as well. <clears throat> How have you, um, communicated with your, your new partners, or is there someone that's come alongside you as kind of a mentor to help, help you focus on these are the important things that you need to, to focus on? Well, obviously my dad, right. Him being there. Um, but you know, the Southern Joint Replacement Institute is, is set up in such a way as such a well-oiled uh, machine that, and the culture is so patient forward that it's almost challenging to find somebody here that doesn't want you to succeed and to do well by your patients. Right. Uh, you know, as far as mentorship though, like I said, I mean, my, my dad has been obviously a fixture in my life forever. Um, and uh, I think it was his leadership that kind of built the, the culture of Southern Joint Replacement Institute and that same leadership and those same qualities uh, that he imbued into SGRI are the same qualities that he imbued in me as an individual. Right. And at the same time, what I see a lot of times is guys coming out to practice as a junior partner. A lot of times you get referred the cases that some of the others may not want to tackle and just interested in your perspective on that. Is that a rite yeah. of passage or is that, is that something that shouldn't happen? 
that's a hard question. It is the reality, unfortunately, yes. uh, that that new partners are often uh, are often given the most challenging cases. Um, I think oftentimes those challenging cases cases require uh, knowledge that you know we have picked up more recently in, in our fellowship training and seen more recently in our fellowship training. And so in some ways, new, new partners are often uh, have a more equipped toolbox for dealing with challenging cases. So, you know, yes, it's a rite of passage, but in many times, I think it's uh, uh, appropriate for the patient as well. I think they get good care. Right. Well, and I mean, it's a challenging thing as I see it from, from outside looking in as, you're getting all of these challenging patients at the same time you're about to start your board collection process and, you know, more challenging cases, unfortunately would have higher complication rates. And I mean, what, what's your perspective on, on that balance as well? Because obviously board collection is a huge thing for, for early on in your practice. I think you can get in trouble with boards collection if you're trying to cherry pick cases and you're trying to do the easy ones and you there, the, the board folks are going to nitpick and pick the little things that have been done wrong. But if you tackle the challenging cases to some degree, complications are expected. You know, the, the, the bad infection, uh, all these kind of challenging things, complications are bound to happen. And I think that oftentimes the board's um, folks realize that and realize that, hey, you know, you did your best, you did a good job, and the complication happened by no hand of yours. Um, and so, like I said, I think if you try to be very nitpicky in your choice of cases, they're going to find something to, to, to get you with. Whereas if you're, you live by those tenants of taking care of patients as well as you can and doing the best that you can and using every resource, regardless of the difficulty of, of case, I think you're going to be fine in boards. Yeah. So I want to shift gears a little bit. And you mentioned about um, sometimes the younger partners just coming out of fellowship may have some insights that the guys that haven't have been practicing for a while don't have. Is there something that you learned or a, a technology from your fellowship that you're excited about? There's yeah, I think so. I mean, um, it's, it's mostly technique. I think, uh, for me, I, I went to the university of Utah trained under four absolutely fantastic surgeons with a very large variety of experience. And I think the more that you see, the more uh, different techniques mm -hmm. and, and uh, underlying theories that you are exposed to during fellowship, the more varied and diverse your toolbox is to manage problems. And I think that's uh, an extremely valuable thing. Like I said, coming into uh, a practice where you you know, you may be managing some challenging problems to say, I have multiple ways of, of managing this and, and, and good techniques. Um, and um, I think that's immensely valuable as far as a training uh, from a training perspective. 
Right. And I, I would agree with that is that from my perspective is that the more that you can expose yourself to or have exposed yourself in the recent past, the, the greater your, I'll call it your Rolodex for people you can reach out to if you have unique situations, knowing that everybody's got their own philosophy. And I know even in the group that you're joining, um, there's got to be slightly different philosophies on hip replacement, knee replacement. And that's something that's fascinated me, me over the years. Um, but just, I mean, we, we view, we view knee replacement as putting a knee replacement or hip replacement as putting a hip replacement in. But when you, you, when you dig down to the subtleties of how you do it, what implants you choose, I, I mean, the experience is, is absolutely endless. Correct. And that, again, that's what fascinates me is that <clears throat> through my career of, of uh, seeing and interacting with orthopedic surgeons, what one person thinks is kind of like the most important thing in knee replacement. I'm not saying other people discount that, but they would think something else is. And at the end of the day, you know, it, it's, it is truly an art form that you can do it several slightly different ways and get very happy patients, which, Absolutely. which never ceases to amaze me. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Hey, Matthew, I appreciate the time. And I think it would be cool to check in with you again in six months or so, and just see how your first half a year of, of being out in practice is going. And you know, see, see what you thought was going to happen that maybe, maybe didn't, et cetera, and Absolutely. both pleasant and maybe some unpleasant stuff as well. So okay. if you're willing, I'd love to have you back. That sounds fantastic. Thanks, Steve, for having me today. All right. Thank you, Matthew. And actually one last question. If someone is interested in connecting with you, what would be the best way to do that? Yeah. So you can find me uh, online at uh, www.sjri.com. That's the Southern Joint uh, Replacement Institute. Um, additionally, we have a phone number that you can get in contact with me, and that's 615-342-0038. Sorry, I'm looking back here. <laughs> no, that's fine. So, well, <laughs> thank you very much, Matthew, and have a great weekend. Appreciate it, Steve. All right. Th